friends, and welcome to Nerd History. I lost the accent there in that last word. I was trying to be all like like Oxford, like mm. like I was from like Britain, yeah, historian. But little, I lost it. A little bit of Nigel snuck in there, and then yeah. <laughs> ran away real quick. I lost it real fast. Anyway, um, Nerd History is a show that we do where we, well, where Tyler looks up a bunch of stuff. <laughs> And um, we talk about it, and we talk about the history of things. This week we're doing um, Nickelodeon. Yes. If you can nerd out about it, we're going to find out about it. Yeah. So, I'm one of your critically acclaimed award-winning hosts, Lobby, and my historian. I'm your history hunter, Tyler. That makes sense. Yeah. Uh, I will say there was one day I was trying to study, and I read like the same paragraph like five or six <laughs> times. I'm like... I just don't want to write anything yeah. down. <laughs> yeah, sometimes when I'm like reading a book, I'm just like, yeah, I've read this page four times and it's <laughs> still not clicking in my head. I, like, I, just, I can't remember a single thing they've done. I'm just not even going to read today. <laughs> yeah. I, I did that on Wednesday. I was like, oh my God, I just, <laughs> this is this is my day I should study. <laughs> it's not happening. I said, no, no, it's not today. <laughs> All right. Well, let's teach me about Nickelodeon. Okay. So, their Nickelodeon's official launch was back in... Wow, I wrote that really wrong. It is 1979. Yeah, I saw you... I put I, down I, 1779. I saw you wrote... I, like, I was like, glancing at your notes. And I was like, if they've been around since 1779, what the fuck? I didn't realize I did that. That's funny. Uh, so, 1979 uh, is when their first launch as Nickelodeon... Uh, was back in April 1st, which is bad day to launch. Yeah, April Fool's Day. Uh, but I was going to believe that you're launching something that day. Yeah. But they actually started back in, I think it was 1976, as a part of a different network, and they were under the name of Pinwheel. Oh. Which is actually its own show. I think like that was their sole show for first little while is a show one of the shows cosby was on but i honestly had never seen it the cosby show no <laughs> <laughs> um i mean maybe he evolved from there into the cosby show but it was i think it had a similar premise it in comparison it was like uh sesame street where oh, okay. they had real life actors and then some animation thrown in and stuff and it was based in like a t- townhouse i think okay so it's like alf yeah, yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to compare it to. Yeah, I'm never... just like naming all these things. Like, <laughs> it's it's like this. All right, Bazooka Joe's. Okay, and yeah. So Pinwheel was probably their first show, and they named their part of the network after it. Mm-hmm. And they're under a uh, company called Cube, which was like an early experimental, failed experimental company. Um. <laughs> They, I don't think they lasted past 1984. Oh, wow. But they were part of so the... Like that was, what, five years? Yeah, they, they almost made it a, yeah. a, a decade. Yeah. <laughs> almost. They're halfway there. Yeah. Um, but Cube was actually one of the early companies that helped helped pave way. I won't say they gave the initial ideas, but helped pave way towards, like... Some of the ideas that cable companies have now for, like, pay-per-view or uh, specific influential networks, like, based around kids or music or stuff like that. Like, they were part of what brought that forward. So Interesting. Experimental, but the last of their boxes were, like, taken out of homes and stuff in 84. So they they didn't... Yeah, they didn't last very long. Yeah. yeah. They only had uh, Pinwheel or Nickelodeon for two years before they decided, we're jumping ship. Yeah, like, you're failing, I'm out. (laughs) (laughs) So, it used to be one of the uh, ten community channels on Cube that was offered for free for subscribers, so, like, and it was one of the channels that didn't do, like, do any sort of advertising with it, so there weren't any commercials between the shows. Weird. Yeah. So... Could you think of how awkward that would be nowadays if we were trying to, like, watch TV and then, like, there was no break between a show? Yeah, it it just... like, show to show to show to show. Like, 
So I think they did have tiny breaks, but it was something silly. Like uh, the Nickelodeon actually did have tiny breaks, but they're still trying to follow that guideline of no commercials. Gotcha. But they did tiny breaks in between where they just had a male mime doing goofy stuff in black and white <laughs> or something. And I think that was their breaks between shows. And it was just called Mime It Out. <laughs> and they just had a mime guy like just doing mime tricks. Yeah, I, I, I should have looked tricks. it up, but I was like, I, they can kind of be tricks. I mean, if he's real good, like, the one guy, this is a YouTube video, so it's way, way later than Mime Man. <laughs> Mime in and out, okay? Mime in and out. I gotta remember that. I'm not going to. Um, yeah, don't waste your time. <laughs> I doubt we'll talk about it But again. the guy who could, like, push himself away from a floating balloon, like... Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He was yeah. really good at... The, he did a bunch of balloon yeah. tricks. Like, if there's a good mime like that... Then, yeah, okay. They're mime tricks. I don't think Mime In It Out had that good of a mime, though. <laughs> Probably not. I mean, it was a, it's a failed network. If the mime was that good, they wouldn't have failed. Mimes hold up this economy. <laughs> That's what you need to understand. Yeah, on their invisible roof. Yes. See? What do you, why do you think they're stuck in the box? They're stuck. And the, and the, the, okay. All right. All right. I don't know so where that's going. They're stuck in the box, holding up the economy. Yeah. But since there, it doesn't exist, there's no roof. We can keep growing. Exactly. And that's economics 101. Yeah. You. This is business class. On Wel- <laughs> welcome. Welcome to businessry, <laughs> where we talk about the history of business and that economics we lo- that we learned from mimes. M- mimes are the backbone of this country. God damn it. <laughs> okay. Um then where okay, next spot, sure. After after a mime in and out. After mime in and out, because I have that in here. <laughs> Having its re- official release as Nickelodeon on Warner's cable soon after on RCA Satcom one. They started a lineup of video comic books. Uh oh, the starting lineup. Sorry. the starting lineup for shows that they had they featured when they first started, was video comic books, Pop Clips, Hocus Pocus, Pinwheel, which actually I think ran for like another 13 years. Wait, wait, Hocus Pocus? Like the, like the movie Hocus Pocus? I think so, but I like don't... Like it was a show before it was a movie? It might have been. Or, well, see, they had really weird blocks. When they first started out, they ran, I think, what, 12, 13 hours a day, oh. weekdays? And then, <laughs> 13 hours a day just on the weekdays, though. On the weekdays, and then 14 hours a day on the weekends. That Cable was so weird back in the day. Yeah, because it wasn't... 24-hour networks weren't really a fully developed idea. It was like, alright, Nickelodeon's got this spot, and then um, I think it's Arts, which actually... Arts turned into Arts and Entertainment, or A&E afterwards they had the block after nickelodeon during the night time oh okay okay that's so fucking weird yeah like i feel like i knew that already but like you're saying it i'm like what the fuck yeah no there's a lot of stuff in here i didn't know again yeah (laughs) but uh there's a lot of like history that touches on other stuff that's connected with nickelodeon that i had no idea about well a and e like yeah apparently a and e and nickelodeon were like yeah those they shared Kind of like a partnership on their lineup. Kind share of. the same channel. Yeah. Uh, where was that? Yeah, so Hocus Pocus. I don't know if it was a movie. I'd have to relook at it or if they did it. But they would split things up to, into like two-hour, three-hour blocks and then move on to the next thing. So it could have been the movie that they just showed during that time frame giving like five-minute mind clips in between or something. <laughs> My minute out in between. Um... No, because the, the movie didn't come out until the 90s, I don't think. They, there could have been an earlier version, or... I wonder if this was, if, like, Hocus Pocus was just loosely based off of this thing that they did before. Yeah. But I thought Hocus Pocus was a Disney movie. Oh, man, I'm all fucked up now. Yeah, I don't know. It, I, th- I mean, I guess you could just call anything Hocus Pocus, because it's just, like, Hocus Pocus. Hocus like, Pocus. <laughs> That's what, what we're doing, Hocus Pocus. That's just where my brain went. You said Hocus Pocus. I was like, like... I think like it a, is, actually. Halloween movie? I think it is a Disney movie, like the one we remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think this must have... It could have been a comic book series yeah. that they were displaying on TV. Uh, I'm going to Google it real quick while you talk. Okay. Hocus Pocus Pinwheel, America Goes Bananas, Nickel Flicks, and By the Way, where they're, well, that was their starting lineup. And through... Those are fun names. Yeah. 
I don't remember like any of those unless Hocus Pocus really does match up. But through 1979 to 1984, they continue to add more shows like What Can They Think Of Next? Uh, you Can't Do That on Television. <laughs> you can't do that on television. <laughs> <laughs> just imagine that show, that's all it is. It's just like somebody does something and he goes, Hey, you can't do that on television. I'm pretty sure that's what it was. I've never seen an episode of it, but I remember like hearing things when I was younger, but not really paying attention. And this is said that like that show was actually one of the longest running shows on Nickelodeon. Like it got taken over eventually back in the I think nineties. So it ran a little bit longer than Pinwheel, I think. That's pretty wild. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> like, could you imagine like going back in time and just pitching ideas for TV shows that we have now? And like, you can't do that on television. <laughs> you but can really, get away really. with stuff a lot. Like a lot of the ideas people come up with now that gets turned down. Like, imagine if we could find pilots for shows now and we went back in time to pitch it to them. Like, we could probably yeah, yeah, yeah. get a, like get a lot of those failed pilots on TV then. That'd be crazy. Uh, it's just weird. It's just wild to think like what TV shows were and what we have, what we have now. Yeah. Also, I can't find shit on Hocus Pocus and Nickelodeon. I see. I. I don't know. There was a what... segment on SpongeBob called <laughs> Hocus Pocus on the seventy sixth episode. Oh. I don't remember how many episodes of SpongeBob I've actually watched. <laughs> And then one of the early shows that had the green slime on it was Double Dare. Hell yeah, Double Dare. So, and that was back in the 80s when that one came out also. Nice. Uh, in those same years, the logo changed quite a bit. It started out with the first one I think they had was a man looking in a Nickelodeon vending machine that was uh, put into the end of Nickelodeon. When they had the words, so like it would turn to the side, or it would start with a man looking into a vending machine that had like Nickelodeon stuff in it, and then it would turn and it would just spell out Nickelodeon. I oh. feel like I remember seeing that at that some point. That sounds familiar, but I couldn't, I can't pinpoint it in my the, brain. Yeah. Uh, the next one, they actually changed it back towards the pinwheel logo, just with Nickelodeon, so it kind of had like a red hardwood background and then Nickelodeon and, hmm. uh, Kind of not cursive looking letters, but they're more uh, flowy than fancy. Yeah, more fancy letters than whatnot. I don't know then, the <laughs> word mark for it, but and then everybody saw Nickelodeon. And they're like, "Hey, they're fancy pants. They <laughs> songs that make us dance." <laughs> that's, that's a real song. Is it? Yeah. Oh jeez. It's a really good song. It, it sounds like it should be on SpongeBob. <laughs> I'll play it for you after this. Okay. It's funny. Uh, next one was the. Silver ball with Nickelodeon in front of it that was in like uh, colorful, different colored letters. I do remember that one. Yeah. I think that one was. That one was Bark. Doggies are mad at something. Yeah. I'll give it a minute. That one came out in 1981. So, like, within the 79 and 81, their logo changed three times. Three times in two years? <laughs> yeah. And I think that one was. One of the longer-lasting ones until the more iconic one later, uh, the Splat logo. Yeah, the Splat one. We'll talk about that a little bit. And, yeah, I already went over the hours. Um, started out 13 hours weekdays, 14 hours on weekends, then it changed to just a 13-hour set for the next few years just to keep it consistent and whatnot. Gotcha. Uh, so, 8 a.m. to 9 p.m. on... Yeah, just every day. Arson Entertainment got the shitty fucking block. <laughs> yeah, they did. Like 10 p.m. to 7 or 8 a.m.? Like, fuck that. Yeah, it it was not great. Like, it's amazing that they evolved in that time block to A&E. Yeah, where we have Fixer Upper now. Yeah. Fixer Upper on A&E? Fuck it, it is now. <laughs> Probably. I love that show. I love that show. They... Chip and Joanne. Fixing houses, making blouses. Wow. <laughs> that's, that's their new motto for that show. We fixing houses and making blouses. You got you to gotta present your house nice. But you got to present yourself really nice. So we're going to make you this nice blouse. 
And you can wear it while we show you off your house. <laughs> um, but they did that t- those time blocks for a couple years up until 1984, is which which is when A and E split off to do their own 24 hour network. Hell yeah, good on you, A and E. Yeah, first it, the first years of Nickelodeon weren't that great because they by 1984 they're actually running at a 10 million dollar loss oh yeah so they split off how do you keep going if you're losing 10 million dollars it was by that time like that was their loss record oh okay yeah so like it wasn't dollars a year no 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 holy shit no it wasn't a year it's like that's just what it totaled up to over the years so fixer uppers on hgtv ah bummer so even though they had started out commercial free Warner Satellite, uh, yeah, entertainment started divesting several of their assets, including Nickelodeon and MTV, and they started they formed their own uh, connect like sub network. Yeah, they called it M- Nickelodeon V. <laughs> no, it's the MTV <laughs> network, I think, or N- MTV. I feel like it's a different name. I I think I have it. Yeah, MTV Networks is what it was. Uh, TRL. TRL is probably now what? No, that's just a show they had. Oh. Total Request Live. Got it. And along with... Uh, what, what, wait, with Carson what? Daly, that weirdo. <laughs> I used to watch that fucking shit all the time, though. All they did was play music videos people requested. The top ten requested music videos of the day, or week. Oh, whatever. yeah. I do remember that. I never pay attention to the TV, like, the names of the shows or the networks. Yeah. So I was just yeah. like, oh, I'm watching um, along with getting split off into a sub network and whatnot, they started accepting corporate underwritings to increase their revenue because they weren't making money. That, yeah, that makes sense. So, and this just common practice now. Yeah. Every show does it yeah, somewhere. Yeah. Uh, Commercials. Yeah. <laughs> do, 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 do. Oh, I lost myself again. Don't lose yourself. Even with that, they struggling. They couldn't gain traction with many of their viewers. That's because they didn't have wild thorn bears. No, not not, not for a while. <laughs> uh, yeah, they couldn't gain traction with many of the shows struggling to ma- maintain an audience. So they, for years, they were ranked dead last in all U.S. cable channels. Oh, yeah. So that's rough. <laughs> they, they they just couldn't do it. So, uh. The president of the MTV network, Bob Pittman, turned to Fred Siebert and Alan Goodman, who helped MTV develop their just like whole brand and everything. And he turned to them to help reimagine Nickelodeon, like reshape it to where they can make money, they can sustain themselves, and they can keep an audience. And the only re- like he turned to them after he fired the entire management staff of Nickelodeon. Hell yeah. So, you know. Y'all are losing me millions of dollars. Get out. You guys are doing bad. So, I'm going to get these two to do this and uh, grab a box. Get your shit. (laughs) Get out. (laughs) So. And then they made the Wild Thorn Bears. Not not for a little bit. Okay. Then they made the Rugrats. (laughs) Sooner. (laughs) I mean, Rugrats are sooner. Uh, Angry Beavers? Ren and Stimpy. I think Ren and Stippy was an early one, but we're not there yet. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm getting there. I'm getting okay. there. We're working through the 80s. Okay. Once we get to 90s, then you can start. The 90s came and ruined everything. Yes and no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one of the most memorable things I did was the new logo featuring the orange splats with Nickelodeon in it. And Which is the one we all know and love. Yeah, the one that's lasted years. And they've done variations of stuff. They At one point in the late 90s, early 2000s, they held a competition for people to redesign the splat part. So, like, we had a gear. I think we had a TV with Nickelodeon in it. We had stuff like that. But it all followed the same format of it appears and then Nickelodeon pops up on it. Gotcha. Just the way the splat did. So, yeah. Um, But, yeah, so... The team they made to turn Nickelodeon around did it in six months. Nice. Like, to where they started becoming one of the top, like, actual competitive cartoon network based around children programming and whatnot. It only took them six months to fix all the problems. Yeah. (laughs) So, they did pretty good. Um, 
And that goes to show you how terrible that management team was before these two guys came in. Yeah. Yeah, they actually made it the dominant children's programming for quite a while. Like, I won't say first every year, but they were definitely a contender for, like, Disney Channel and Cartoon Network and stuff. Yeah, growing, when I was a kid, I didn't watch Nickelodeon. I was always Cartoon Network. Yeah, Cartoon... WB guy. Car- kid. Cartoon Network. I do remember watching WB. Like, I would... I would watch shows on Nickelodeon like the Rugrats and stuff like that, yeah. but it wasn't a need. Like, mm-hmm. I, wa- I didn't memorize, oh, all right, they're on it this time. It was like, all right, they're on. Fuck Cartoon Network. I knew every single show when it was on, like, <laughs> all the time. <laughs> with with the change, uh, with that and everything, once they started becoming a top channel and staying in that spot for about 26 years or something, or on, in the top competing channels, they were able to do yeah. that for 26 years. They also started accepting the traditional advertising, like commercials and stuff. So, for the first, most cable networks need that. Yeah. To sustain the network. Yeah. So for the first like five years, they were just running without it, and they're like, pretty. I I assume one of the things that the team did was like, so um, we need miming it out. You're out of here. (laughs) (laughs) Bring the mime in. (laughs) He pulls himself in with like the invisible rope. He's sitting there like he's just, just just like sits down, doesn't say anything. His mind's don't talk, you know. And then they're like, "So miming it out, it's not working out." And we- he, like, he goes, "Ooh!" Like the crying <laughs> mime face. And like you're gonna need to pack up your stuff and go. <laughs> he starts packing up invisible stuff, put in an invisible <laughs> suitcase, just mime, mime, mimes it out the whole way out of the building. <laughs> That's how that meeting went. Yeah, I'll bet you. Yeah. So. <laughs> That'd be pretty great. That that I would actually like to see. Like just a one episode of that. Miming it out. <laughs> Miming it out. The very last episode of Miming It Out is him getting fired. <laughs> Alright. During the time A and E separated from Nickelodeon, like it was all within the year of eighty four, like all this was happening. Um they wanted to turn into a twenty four hour network but they could, didn't have it exactly figured out, so they started with uh, just leaving the nighttime block as, like, a test channel for the first little bit, and then it someone made the suggestion of doing, like, greatest hits and whatnot, so there was 200 episodes they had available of the Donna Reed show that they would put on at night hmm. and play those just for the night block until eventually they turned into a 24-hour network with Nickelodeon during the day and then Nick at night during and the night block. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So they ran the shows like I Love Lucy, like reruns of I Love Lucy. And yeah. They, they, gave, types of shows. they gave it a title so they could <laughs> yeah. do that. Um, in the same year, American Express sold the Warner Amex stake they had to Warner Communications, which turned MTV Networks into its own private company. Uh, so they didn't have all the dirt holding them back. (laughs) (laughs) Well, they were still part of the MTV network. They just weren't part of like a whole bunch of different stakeholders. It was more focused on like a soul group. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. So it left Warner out of children's TV until they later acquired Cartoon Network. Cool. So. Uh, 1988 aired the Nickelodeon Kids' Choice Awards, previously known as the Big Ballot. I will say that's a good name change. Yeah, because Big Ballot doesn't no. tell you anything about what's happening. It's the Big Ballot. Uh-huh. What's a ballot? Yeah. A. What's a ballot? B. <laughs> what the fuck are we doing? <laughs> this, is, this is supposed to be towards kids that that are not going to care about that type of. Yeah, that's not even fun. Yeah. So Kids' Choice Awards is a good change that had to be pretty yeah, early. It, They definitely nailed it with that one, I guess. Yeah, (laughs) Uh, In which they announced the educational programming block for preschool-aged children called Nick Jr., which replaced the pinwheel block. Hell yeah. Pinwheel ran until 1988, and then they pushed it out for Nick Jr. stuff. Nick Jr. That was my jam. Yeah? No, I remember that. I didn't know (laughs) I'm too old for these shows. Where's Power Rangers? (laughs) A couple years later, in 1988... Or 1990, and then we were in 1988. Yeah. Jump to 1990. Uh, brought Nickelodeon Studios where they started filling, filming all their sitcoms and game shows. So all the uh, Hidden Temple stuff and 
Spilled my screen. Uh, they bring that show back. <laughs> maybe they will. I, well, maybe Nickelodeon won't, but <laughs> somebody will. Yeah, it's possible. Or we get something like it at least. Yeah, I'd be down. Uh, yeah. So game shows. Also, joint marketing agreement with Pizza Hut, where they started producing the Nickelodeon magazine, and you could pick those up free in whatever like participating Pizza Hut you went to. So, you didn't even have to have a subscription. You just had to go find it in a Pizza you, Hut. You just had to go get a pizza. Yeah. Go get a pizza, pick Which, up a magazine, and bam, you're good. Who, who, who would be upset about that? Yeah. Well, I need to get my Nick magazine. <laughs> Might as well get a pizza while I'm here. <laughs> just Probably walk in. the way around. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Nickelodeon magazine. Oh, cool. Magazine. Yeah, get. How much is this? Uh, just take it. Just get it out, please. <laughs> We, we still have, like, eight months stock. We need, yeah. we need them going. Just take 40. <laughs> <laughs> Please leave. Get him out of here. I'll give you 10 pizzas for free. <laughs> so that's, Done. <laughs> I could do that. Uh, so in 1991 brought Nickelodeon's first original animated series, Doug. <laughs> My watch talking. I don't know why it does that sometimes. It'll just start going off. Oh, man. What What's the... Li- Never mind. I'm... Okay. Back into the original <laughs> animated series. We got Doug, Rugrats. Oh, Doug. Yeah. That was one of my... One of my jams, but I think I actually watched it on the network that picked it up instead of Nickelodeon. Who had it? It was... Uh, I, I know I put it down. One second. The Fox or something? No, was it ABC? Oh yeah, so Doug went over to ABC. They picked it up because they discontinued it in 95, 96 on Nickelodeon and then ABC picked it up on their Saturday morning lineup. Gotcha. That that actually sounds familiar. Yeah. So, uh, Doug, Rugrats, and Run and Stimpy show under the... Those are three very different shows. Yeah. Backroom, I don't know. I, I gotta watch my autocorrect on this. There's so many words in here that are like, <laughs> nope, that's, I, I didn't say demanding there, nope. Uh, they originally refused to do weekly animated series because of the high production costs on the network, but these all three of these series become very successful by, like, 1993. They were pr- really popular. Everybody loved watching them and whatnot, which brought forward the fourth Rocco's Modern Life. Hell yeah. Rocco's Modern Life. Rocco's Modern Life. <laughs> I love that show. He was a saxophone operator. Yes, he was. <laughs> so Weird. yeah, just looking back on it, like looking back on the gramp at the what the grandpa said in Rugrats was is really funny too. Look at, looking back on most kids' TV shows <laughs> like that, you're like, oh, oh. wow, <laughs> no wonder I'm so fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. Um, so Rocco's Modern Life, yeah, 1992, the Snick Block, I hate this thing right now, would come around featuring shows like Are You Afraid of the Dark? Well, Snick, Snick was the thing. Yeah. Okay. It's just like... Yeah, they did Are You Afraid of the Dark and... The Amanda Show. Yeah, they did all... That was like their, um... They're like, like sit more like no, they're like sitcoms, no. but they were like more live, like, live action, action shows, uh, like Goosebumps. Yeah, uh, but Goosebumps was on Fox, but it's yeah. like that kind of thing where it's like, yeah, and then Keenan and Kel. Yeah, that was the other one. Okay, yeah, um, yeah, all that I couldn't even remember. All that was on Snick. Like I forgot Snick was an actual thing. I'm like, yeah, it was. What kind of fucking autocorrect is that? Yeah, so <laughs> Snick's not a real word. <laughs> so yeah, the the Snick block brought. Are you afraid of the dark? Amanda Show, Keenan and Kel, and the block being reformatted to got reformatted to Teen Nick in two thousand four. Yeah. So it had good for fourteen years. Mm-hmm. No, good twelve years. Yeah. Math. Yeah. Good. 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 Good math years. It had, it had good math years. <laughs> um. Later or wait no I'm later skater. <laughs> 1994 removed You Can't Do That on Television to replace it with the sketch show, which would help actually 
create careers for people like Kenan Thompson, Amanda Bynes, Jamie Lynn Spears, and a Was bunch all, more. All that? Yeah, all that. Yeah. Um, later brought shows like The Amanda Show, Did Drake you know and Josh. Kenan Thompson is the longest running cast member in, on SNL right now? I like, think like, I, I he's, feel he's, like I heard that recently. He's close to being like the longest like ever, which is crazy to me. Isn't like I was gonna say it wasn't Jim Carrey a really long one, but he was more of like a reoccurring one. Yeah, but like yeah, Keenan Thompson's coming up. He might have already passed it, but he was like coming up to like the longest running cast member on SNL ever. Jeez, and, I mean, <laughs> I'm not surprised. Like. He's really good at that type of work. Yeah, he's, like, he's really good at sketch, sketch yeah. work. Uh, where was it? Okay. Oh, good Burger. Good. Fuck. Is this <laughs> on Netflix? We should watch Good Burger. It might be. Welcome to Good Burger, home of the Good Burger. Can I take your order? <laughs> Can I get a shake? Okay. <laughs> Just shakes the guy. <laughs> fuck, that was a good movie. <laughs> no, it wasn't, but Fuck. <laughs> I bet if we watched it now, I'd just be like, this is awful. <laughs> Probably. But, but I want to watch it because Keenan and Kel. There, okay. It's an embarrassing story, kind of, but. Oh, here we go. They're, like, back in high school, I would just, I'd have playlists on YouTube for music and whatnot, and I'd be playing, like, World of Warcraft or something, yeah. and have music playing when I was in the battlegrounds and whatnot, fighting other players. Hell yeah. And a couple of years ago, I went back and listened to one of those playlists. It was some of, like, the weirdest songs I would never <laughs> listen to. Like, one of them was, like, Fairyland or something like that. <laughs> what the fuck? And the music video was just in, like, this dark forest. Some girl singing in a random, like, a red dress. Some weird fisherman guy carrying an ass acts toward like an outhouse a cop picking up a clown like it was some of the weirdest stuff i'd ever seen i was like why the f what how, how why did I, how did i find this <laughs> what what is this <laughs> like there was other songs like it didn't match anything like it just jumped which matches the way i listen to music nowadays so yeah. that one i'm not too surprised but it jumped all over the place i was like how did I do this? <laughs> oh, that's funny. Uh, back to Nickelodeon. Yeah, back on topic. Yeah. Uh, so 1994, yeah, okay. They created other shows, Amanda Show, Drake and Josh, iCarly, from the cast they were able to get from all that. Mm -hmm. And created also a bunch of spinoff shows from those shows, like, what is it? There's a spinoff from iCarly featuring the friend of Carly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I can't shit, remember I, her like name. I, yeah, I know what you're talking about. But yeah, like a bunch of smaller series came from those. So yeah. all that created a lot of options for newer actors. Young actors. In the same year, they also came out with Ah, Real Monsters. Yes. So 1994 for that. Uh, a couple years later... Partnering with Sony Wonders, they started series, or started putting stuff out on VHS to be able to make more money, like people be able to take Rugrats home, or yeah. stuff like that. And in the same year, they also partnered with Paramount to make more VHS with Ren and Stimpy and Doug, and, uh, oh, Ren and Stimpy and Doug would also end their production in 1996. Hmm. So... Later, Doug got picked up by ABC, like we said earlier. And following in 1997, um, says digests, but it's Rugrats. <laughs> Rugrats would return from hiatus, which I didn't know they were on. Apparently, like that was the additional thing I wanted to look up. Apparently, they went on hiatus because there was some, like it was. I don't know if it was an old-fashioned cable thing or if it was just how Cartoon Network was doing it but there's kind of like a 65 episode uh, ceiling for shows like once they hit that they either started to fall off or they just stopped doing production because they were able to split it up throughout the year doing reruns like in each different section of the year and like huh. split it up into four ways so once you hit the 65 episode 
mark, that was kind of it, apparently. That's, that's weird. Yeah, I didn't know that was a thing, and I don't... You have, like, have shows like One Piece that have a thousand episodes. Yeah, yeah. That, so I don't know... I really think that was just like a, a bad oversight by Nickelodeon, but I can't say for sure on that. It was just that, like... That would, I mean, that would explain a lot of shows that are Nickelodeon shows that only have like three seasons. Yeah. And it does, because, like, that was, that was it. They hit the three seasons. First one was 13, the next two were 26 each, and yeah. they went, had to go on hiatus. It, like, it wasn't because they so much chose to. I think it was because the network was like, all right, well, you got to stop. <laughs> you got to stop so that we can do other things. Yeah, and I think they were they went in hiatus 1994, 1995 or so, because that's when they uh, hit the point. And Nickelo- or Rugrats had actually started winning, like, awards and stuff. Like, uh, I don't know if it was Emmys or Academy Awards or whatever it was, but... Whatever they, awards, yeah, yeah, they started doing it, and people, like, really loved Rugrats, so they brought it back in 1997, took it off hiatus. Unfortunately, I believe, like, all the writers and producers had changed, so they had to create a new team for it. But, yeah, that happens. Yeah. Nature of the business. That's yeah. Hollywood for you, as they would say in Hollywood. Yeah. 1996, there was some sort of mandate. I think it's still around, but like, um, shows had to have some sort of educational content in it. But for some reason, due to the way that huh. Nickelodeon was broadcasting, like they weren't broadcasting over the air or whatever it was, they didn't have to follow that mandate at all. So they could have shows like Ren and Stimpy running or Angry Beavers or whatever it was. Like that's weird. Yeah. The, the there was like a little bug that had an e and an i in it like it would be in the bottom right corner of your television screen and that would say this is a show that is has educational content huh yeah if you watch the um that's I, wild if you watch one of the futurama episodes with it's featuring like the saturday morning cartoons or whatever like they kind of make fun of that mandate a little bit where they have people outside the white house just rioting well Kind of rioting, yelling at the, at uh, yelling at Nixon, saying that these shows are too violent. They need to be more educational, and then they go backtrack like this is way too educational and boring. It needs to go. I'm pretty sure they're making fun of this particular mandate. Huh? Yeah, I didn't know that. That's. I think it like I feel like it's still around, but it's not as um, prominent. Yeah, that was the word. I don't think people give a shit about that anymore. Yeah, like, if they want educational stuff, they're going to go for, like, the Disney kids shows or yeah. stuff like that. And you those want shows, education? Go find it. And those shows try to be educational, even without, like, the mandate, need, mandate needing them to. Yeah, yeah. So. Huh. Where am I? Nickelodeon didn't have to comply. Uh, that Okay, the year also brought the fourth... Brought forth the first feature film ad- adaptation of Harriet the Spy, which I don't think I've ever seen that. So Never even heard of it. I got nothing on that. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't look it up, and I didn't really... Maybe I'll go back and watch it one day. Probably not. Nope. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> uh, most, most like, 90s cartoon movies do not hold up to yeah. anything at all. Yeah. You watch it, and you're like, what the fuck was I thinking? This is terrible. I can watch late 90s stuff. Yeah. But it's not even cartoons. It's like late 90s, like uh, A Knight's Tale or whatever. I think, I don't, that wasn't even God. late 90s. That God, was that like, was a good movie though. Yeah. Well, it might have been late 90s, early 2000s. I can't remember. I have Google for that. Thank you. I must know. And that movie made... 2001. Okay, yeah, so. Yeah. Still tame. In that window. Yeah. <laughs> uh, which made, so Harriet the Spy made twice its $13 million budget, which... Yeah, oh, good for them. Yeah, yeah, good good thing for the first film to put out. Uh, the following movie, or two years later, they started developing the Rugrats movie, which made more than $100 million in the U.S. Dude, people ate that shit up. Yeah, and that was the first ever cartoon movie to be in competition, or earn that much and kind of be in competition with Disney movies. Damn. So, first... That's, when, that's when Disney was like, all right, we see you, Nick. <laughs> we see you. We'll keep, we'll, we'll keep then, our and eyes then, open. And then Nickelodeon was like, oh shit. And then they <laughs> ducked back down. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, oh, 
Following in 1999 was the release of the most popular to this day in Nicktoon history, SpongeBob SquarePants. <laughs> I can't do the SpongeBob laugh. Sorry. Yeah, that's fine. I don't want to try. Dude, Tom Kenny is a great fucking voice actor. Yeah. That dude can do fucking any voice. <laughs> he was like the two twin robots in Transformers. Hmm. SpongeBob. He He's, um... I think he also does Mr. Krabs. Oh. Like, yeah, he did... The dude is so fucking good at what <laughs> he does. He's amazing. And he looks... Straight up, dude looks just like a nerdy guy that was just like... <laughs> Like made a like just did voices all the time for fun, and now he's like makes a career out of it. So hmm. let's look up more of his work. Little Tom Kenny, cool. <laughs> Background for you. Hey, hey, this is all about history, and we now know history of a little bit of history of Tom Kenny. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So SpongeBob SquarePants is back in 1999. 2000 to the present day is full of a bunch of legal crap, like. Uh, Viacom splitting up in 2004, 2005 time, and everything under, yeah, totally. Total, totally looks like a guy that just, like, yeah made a bunch of goofy voices for fun. <laughs> and now he's, like, wicked famous for it. Yeah. Um, Viacom's, yeah, Viacom splitting up and MTV Network and stuff getting split up and everything. So, I think... Nickelodeon's still part of it, but they're part of new Viacom now and a whole bunch of crap like that. Didn't want to go into all that detail. So I'm going to interrupt you again. This motherfucker, Tom Kenny, he was Heifer Wolf in Rocco's Modern Life, the Ice King in Adventure Time, the Mayor in Powerpuff Girls, Dog and Cat Dog, Spyro the Dragon, Squanchy from Rick and Morty. <laughs> like, this dude's been in everything. Dang. Yeah. Like I get, I can pick out a lot of those characters. I I was actually looking at cat dog and I, I read the name of dog and I read the name of cat and I was like, huh. I didn't even like, yeah. click on the name. I just like should he, I use that character? Tom Kenny fucking, fucking did everything. Anyway, that's it. History of Tom Kenny. Yeah. <laughs> dude, we, dude, I would we, be down. <laughs> we could, yeah, I'm 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 down. We might do that in a couple episodes. Uh, yes. Okay. So, in 2005, Nickelodeon and Nick and Knight tried splitting in a way because there was some sort of ratings, rating dispute of in order for a network to qualify for ratings, they have to be on, like, 51% of the time of the network's runtime or something like that. Huh. It, it was some weird thing. So, they had considerate, like, they considered splitting Nickelodeon and Nick and Knight into two different, different things so they could... Uh, so Nickelodeon would get the full 100% runtime, and Nick and Knight would get their own ratings and whatnot. That's pretty wild. Viacom also changed things for the MTV network, dividing all the components that make up Paramount Pictures, BET Network's Famous Music, which was a record label that got sold in 2007. Um, became part of new Viacom with MTV and Nickelodeon after everything was all split up and divided because of legal. Jumbo. Yeah. 2005 did bring Avatar The Last Airbender, probably my favorite program now on that that came from Nickelodeon. They're one of the top ones. Yeah. Uh, was, that was good. That was a really yeah. good one. Yeah. I I love that show. Like I'll I don't rewatch it as much as I think I want to, but <laughs> I do I have rewatched it several times. Uh the following year they saw another partnership with Sony Music to try and create uh, tie-in series for like albums which brought victorious and what was the other one big time rush which grew oh yeah the the, the, the sing song yeah the TV sing song tv shows that were supposed yeah. to help sell albums along with the development of the show gotcha so that that was in 2005 2000 is in between 2005 and 2009 i didn't write an exact date for that because <laughs> this one's kind of jumping around yeah uh, but Big Time Rush actually became popular, like, ridiculously popular in less than a month of its first airtime. Which is weird. Yeah. But, you know, whatever. Good for them. Yeah. Uh, 2009, they started rebranding Nick Jr. and T. Nick later discontinuing the brand names but keeping the time blocks. Just because I, I think they're creating too many different 
categories that they had to license and everything yeah. when they just it's all under Nickelodeon. Okay. And they also <laughs> they were stretched too thin and they were like, "All right, let's bring it back in." <laughs> yeah. They also um jumped into another logo change bringing Nickelodeon to the display on the blimp. Yeah. To yeah, change yeah. from the splat kind of. And I think I didn't keep following the logo one. I don't know. I don't believe they've changed it much. Uh, I, th- I haven't watched any cable in yeah, so I, long I couldn't fucking tell you. I haven't had cable in a couple years, yeah. so... I, I, haven't, I haven't had cable in probably close to 10 years. Yeah. Like, almost since the birth of Netflix, and I was like, fuck cable, dude. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I stopped paying for cable back in, I think, four years ago now, so... Like that and broadband internet. I can just be like, oh, I can just look it all up online? <laughs> fuck, dude, fuck cable. Yeah. Uh, yeah, after the logo, or in the same year as the logo changed, they also bought rights to Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and a year later... Yep, they ruined that show. Yeah. year the, later... The Nickelodeon Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles fucking TV show, fucking awful. I it. never watched it, I so. watched. I watched, like, four episodes, and I was like, fuck you! <laughs> I miss the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle video games, like, on the arcade games and whatnot. I have... Two of them on my Nintendo. Ooh. I miss Turtles in Time. That was my shit. <laughs> they like re up the graphics and shit on it. Like no, no time for another story, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> they re released it on PS3 and Xbox 360. I think. Hmm. I think I saw it on my PS3. Wherever that is, <laughs> it's, it's somewhere. <laughs> it exists in time. <laughs> Uh, where was it? Okay. Yeah, so, Teenage Mutant Ner- Ninja Turtles. <laughs> Ner- Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Teenage Mutant Nerd Turtles. <laughs> oh, man. It's just a show about Donatello. Teenage Mutant Nerd Turtle. This is a Teenage Nerd Turtle. He ain't a ninja anymore. He's just nerd. Yeah, he's like, I gave up the ninja. I just like to nerd out now. I could do it. Couldn't do the ninja life. This is so much easier. I could just sit on the internet. <laughs> so after getting Teenage Mutant Nerd Turtles, Nerdle Turtles, <laughs> they brought they bought rights to uh, start broadcasting Power Rangers again. Started buying rights oh, to all yeah. the old episodes. Made Power Ranger Ninjas or something. I think it was uh, 2011. I was trying to think of the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers theme song. Like the OG one. Yeah. And it kept just going back to Rocco's Modern Life tune in my head. So I was like, I'm not even going to try to sing it anymore. <laughs> uh, 2011 and forward, we have some new shows and movies, but popularity has seen decline. So they're actually, we're seeing, apparently we're seeing more and more jump back to older shows being replayed and whatnot, trying to bring back audiences so they can move forward <laughs> with development and figure out what they need to do. Well, that's kind of been last couple of years for them. Last couple of years, and just the, that's the history of Nickelodeon. That is, you know, what I have. What I what I what blah, blah, blah. with like the curve of time of how cable networks have gone, and where we are now, I don't know why cable networks aren't jumping ship off of being on cable TV and trying to like merge with Hulu and Netflix and Amazon Prime. Like Disney did it, they were like, "Hey Netflix, let's uh let's do this together." And yeah. then they they did it, and then Disney fucking blew up on Netflix, and Disney was like, "Oh, there's a market for on demand shit <laughs> on the internet. We're gonna go do our own thing once this contract's up." Sorry, Netflix. See, I feel like cables just they have that stubbornness where they're like, "No, either we're gonna they they have the mindset of we we need to be able to do this." And or no, we can keep this alive, or we can keep this going. It's just as popular as ever. I don't care what the numbers say. Yeah, yeah, you're probably right. The, well, I know the on-demand companies would love to get access to all those all those oh, shows, but dude. it's just they want to either be able to make their own on-demand program that people have to specifically pay for for their shows, which inevitably is going to be what happens, and just pick the new cable networks. But yeah. <sighs> yeah, so I've, it is what it is. I I don't really care about Nickelodeon anymore. So me neither. Very little in the beginning, think, but now it's just eh. 
I think all of their cool shows are on Hulu now anyway. Like Avatar's on Hulu. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure I've watched I watched Avatar on something like a year ago. I, I think it was probably Netflix, so Yeah. Cable channels are a dying breed, man. Yep. That's what I'm getting at. <laughs> anyway, this has been Nerdistry, and I hope you enjoyed listening and learning about um, Nickelodeon and where they started, where they came from, what they did, and how they're failing now, yeah. sort of. They had good run for a while. They were on par with other stuff, but they haven't, they're not maintaining it well. Yeah. So, um... I guess we'll throw out some thank you notes. Yeah. Thanks for listening and being a part of the show. Yeah. If If you you guys have any questions you want answered um, on our next topic, which is... Cartoon Network. Thank you. I forgot again. (laughs) Sorry. Um, You can email us at generalnerdcast at gmail.com or Facebook at generalnerdcast, Twitter at generalnerdcast. If you want to help us grow the show, go to patreon.com slash generalnerdcast. You can donate there. Um. Uh, yeah. Any suggestions? Any anything you really want to nerd about, out about? Please let us know. Or you have a huge. You've either seen a huge fan following, or you're part of it. We would really like to hear that. We'd like to look up stuff and try and give you the history, or look into the history of what we can find. Yeah. Uh, don't forget to rate us on iTunes, SoundCloud. Uh, Google Play, that's the other one. and where yep. Or wherever you're able to get the podcast from. Yeah, wherever you, wherever you purchase your podcasts. And I think that's it. What? I don't even remember what I said. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a quick thank you to Tyler Rule at Tyler Rule Studios for doing yes. our theme song that you heard in the beginning. And um, Yeah. Get a hold of him if you need music made. He's pretty good at it. Yeah. Really like the way that our intro played out. It's good. Well, this has been Nerdistry. Thank you for listening. And we'll see you in two weeks. I'll see you in the past. Oh. (laughs) History pun. I got it. (laughs) 